0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast episode 362. Metaphorically and literally, push your score to a nine.
1: Today, you'll find out what a metaphor is and why the examiner would be so impressed to hear you use this language and have no choice but to give you high
0: scores. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at earsenglish.com slash fluency score. How you doing, Jessica? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. We we yeah. sort of uh, decided on a difficult topic today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, I know that we are doing a difficult topic today. But, hey, we sometimes we like to take on
0: big challenges, and it's good for us. It's good for us. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I just made a vision board, and in, uh. like, the, the one corner of my vision board, it's this uh, illustration I cut out from the New York Times about keeping your brain active and, like, yes. constantly challenging yourself. And, and you have to, right? So as an IELTS student, you have to in order to – Get yourself to the next level, but just in life, as we grow older, we still have yeah. to find interesting ways to challenge ourselves because your brain can atrophy at like any muscle, right? Very quickly too. Yeah, totally. So, okay. I think, um, I think we thought about this this topic occurred to us because we talked about the uh, amazing vocabulary in the New York Times yesterday. And mm-hmm. it was amazing because a lot of it was metaphorical. That, that word came up a lot in the conversation.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So we're going to go deeper into these metaphors today and show you guys how you might be able to use them on the speaking test.
0: Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes, yes. Um, okay. This is so it, metaphors are not easy, guys. Metaphor is taking a word and taking it out of the literal sense, right? So it's, it's metaphors are making a comparison between something real, something tangible, something that you want to describe, and you're comparing it with a word or an idea that is Um, not literal. This comparison is not real. It's just Mm -hmm. to emphasize a point. So this is very descriptive language, sometimes poetic, but at the same time, it is formal and high level. So not just speaking part three. And part two, but also writing task two, you Mm. could use this stuff on. Okay. So I love that. All right. So we thought of some questions to give you guys examples. Um, the first one is a speaking part two question. Describe a teacher who influenced you. So, what is a metaphorical way we could describe this teacher, Lindsay?
1: Yeah. So the one that we came up with was this guy. So, this teacher was, she taught me so much, right? She or he taught me so much. And she was so good at conveying it that it seemed like she could pour the knowledge <laughs> from her <laughs> brain into mine, right? So I'm literally seeing, I'm, I'm seeing like a sand pail. Being poured yeah. of
0: knowledge into your mind from
1: her sandpail or from her mind, right? Yeah. So
0: that's that's the hallmark of a good solid metaphor. Is it brings to mind an image yeah. that is unique and interesting and attractive and uh, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it 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 emphasizes something that you can't say just with like normal words, right? So yeah. this idea of like. The, these knowledge, these ideas are just like floating directly from her brain and then like into my head, right? No. <laughs> so this this metaphorical use of pouring something, this is a common metaphor, a mm-hmm, common way to mm-hmm. use pouring. Yeah, because it's so easy to create that picture in your mind. I like that. Yeah. The more descriptive, the
1: better, right? I mean, the way the examiner is gonna see this is it's gonna knock their socks off, and there's another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, guys, if you could uh I mean if you notice a lot of of our idioms, they are metaphors, right? They, yeah. So, they start off as a metaphor and then we repeat it so often it becomes an idiom and a cliche. Like, mm-hmm. that's sort of the evolution of yeah. idioms, the way they right. work. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, guys, the reason why we're teaching you about this today is because, like, this isn't just a seven. We're not stopping at seven. Yes. This ability to be flexible with language is an eight, is a yeah. nine, oh, you know? Yeah. And it brings up it brings up a question for me. So when it comes to the
1: speaking test, if our students uh, go into the speaking exam and the most accessible metaphor to them is somewhat of a cliche, are they likely to get marked down for
0: that versus if they were to come up with their own metaphor? Do you think? What, What do you what do you think about that? Um, I think well, using an idiom and cliche, mm-hmm. um, you know, like to knock someone's sucks socks off. Mm-hmm. Definitely do that. That fulfills a seven. Also, yeah. if you're able to to provide other vocabulary, it could also fulfill an eight. So yeah. definitely use those those things for sure. Um oh, yeah. we we need to hear idiomatic language to give you high scores. But Good this idea of creating your own metaphors this is mm. risky you guys it's mm. it, it's really for a non native speaker this is difficult so what i recommend doing is when you see a word used metaphorically like our last episode 361 okay if you go to yeah. ielts.alliersenglish.com look at that vocabulary from yesterday um and th- th- Learn it as a metaphorical word and see how it's used in context. Practice using it yourself. Do not take a risk. Do not guess with a metaphorical meaning of something. Most likely you're going to be wrong. It's really hard to to have that feeling, have that grasp of the language if you're not a native speaker. So metaphors, it comes down to noticing how native speakers use them and copying that yourself. So don't try Mm -hmm. to invent it no you wouldn't have time
1: anyways I mean it took us a few minutes just sitting here preparing for the episode to to invent metaphors and you know we're native speakers guys so yeah
0: no exactly yeah Hello, wonderful IELTS Energy listeners. If you would like your questions answered about speaking part three and writing task two, learn exactly how to organize these difficult responses in a way that is impressive. Go into our course now, allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Um, okay, so uh, part three questions are always connected to part two. So if part two was about a teacher, a part three question could be, um, what personal characteristics does a good teacher have? Um, mm. So we, uh, Lindsay and I really love this idea of empathy and how important it is for a teacher to be empathetic. Um, yes. Lindsay, can you explain what empathy is before mm. I yeah. give the metaphor? Absolutely. So empathy is when we
1: can experience, we can essentially feel what others are feeling, right? We can step into their shoes in our minds and we can experience that or or understand it on a way that, you know, in a different way. It's it's different from sympathy because with sympathy, we're kind of feeling bad for the person, maybe looking down on them a little bit. With empathy, we can kind of
0: see them eye to eye and experience a similar feeling. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, this is important for teachers because we have to know if our students are understanding or not. We have to we have to know if they're feeling frustrated before they even do. Sometimes, like you know, like so yeah. you can um uh, like clear up things, to catch them when they're confused and Mm. and not continue teaching and just brush off the misunderstanding. So, empathy is essential, right, to a good Mm. teacher. So, we could present that metaphorically by saying a good teacher knows when you're drowning. And again, guys, this metaphorical use of drowning is is very common and I Mm. highly recommend practicing it knows when you're drowning and can throw you a life raft <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, I love that I love that yep <laughs> so that's awesome so of course you're not drowning in water right but we use drowning metaphorically to describe any time we we're, we're in over our head there's the the idiom that's a that's a cliche to be in over your head to be drowning um to have to ha- completely have no idea or be so confused or be surrounded with difficulty and you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, solve it yourself, right? You yeah. can't dig yourself out yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so far we've started with the two themes. The first theme of pouring something or pouring sand, pouring something, and also drowning, which are common themes when it comes to creating a metaphor.
0: Yes. Isn't it interesting? I think water and different water. Acti- actions with water, um, mm-hmm. we use a lot in metaphor. Yeah, now that I think about it. Probably, um, probably, okay. and so, the next one
1: too. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. The um, the third question is: so on the other side, on the flip side, why do some people not make good teachers? Then, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And so the one that you came up with, Jessica, was they exist behind a brick wall. And this concept of a wall or a brick wall is something that we is another common theme that comes up with metaphors.
0: Totally, yeah. Having a a wall between you and someone else, right? If you're describing a difficult relationship or a time when you had difficulty communicating with someone else. Yeah. That's a question in speaking part one. You mm-hmm. could use this, right? Mm-hmm. Like describe the first time you uh, had to talk to somebody in English and you could be like... I was so nervous. Like I was, I could <laughs> I could not think of what to say. It was like, there was a brick wall between me and this other person. There was no way to connect to them. Mm. So yeah, that's really common. We could definitely use that on the exam for sure. Um, and that. then I think another way to describe just this lack of, of empathy would be um, to exist in your own world. And this is, mm-hmm. I think this is more of an idiom because we do say this a lot. Mm yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of overlap between idioms and metaphors. <laughs> so yeah, an well, overlap definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's okay. Yeah, well, all idioms are, are metaphors, right? Yeah. Because none of them are the literal meaning. So sure. all idioms are metaphors. It's just metaphors is this broader sense, right? Because, um, mm. like poets and amazing writers, they mm. come up with their own metaphors. Because when you really yeah. know a language, when you know all the rules, when you have such huge vocabulary, that's when you could start playing with it. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like jazz musicians, right? Mm. Um, people listen to jazz sometimes and it sounds like, uh, maybe it's a mess. Maybe yes. it's just people just going nuts and going off the rails. But you know <laughs> what? Like th- these jazz musicians have like this mathematical. It- it- intuitive as well, understanding of the rules of music, and then they can break them. So it's the same way with language. Like you have to have this high level knowledge before you could sort of play with it and break some of the rules.
1: Yeah, that's why it makes me think that it's important when we go into the IELTS exam and also in our preparation, right? When we follow our roadmap that we know ourselves, we know our level, we're not fooling ourselves, right? We're not trying to jump ahead three three points, right? We know what we can do and we work within that range. Okay, to yes. push ourselves up, you know, incrementally. Exactly.
0: So as far I mean I I do encourage you to to take risks now, right? Mm-hmm. While you're preparing. Um but you need to run them by a native speaker. Just like uh like yesterday in the power hour, one of the students put some extra stuff in his writing task 2 essay um because he he wasn't sure if he could use it or not. And that's yeah. the time to do it. So throw it that's in the there time. and then I can tell you like this is good, this is, don't never do this again. I can tell you what's right or wrong. So definitely take risks now. Um, Um, to develop your understanding and confidence. But on exam day, guys, do not take risks.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why we recommend to the students in our course to join the Power Hour. Get on Google Hangouts with Jessica and other students from the course. That's where you make your mistakes. That's where you find out what you can do on the exam and what you want to avoid. And then on test day, you walk in with confidence.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, this – We, Lindsay and I love words. We love language. So a lot of amazing phrases came out today. And I highly recommend... Um, looking at the blog post for this episode, 361 at com. Wait, is this 61 or 62? I think this is 362. 362. Yep. 362. Yep. Um, <laughs> look at our example sentences and then practice using these metaphors yourself because you could mm-hmm. definitely apply this in so many different questions and answers on the IELTS exam.
1: Yeah, I love it. And if you guys are ready to get into the course, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And when you do that, you'll be able to join those power hours and get that feedback from Jessica or join a VIP class to get direct feedback one-on-one.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I love working with our students. Yeah. Um, it, that's one of my favorite tasks of the yes. week is getting to teach students again. So, I yeah. Know. It's so cool. So cool. We
1: love it. We love it. We love working with you guys. We love having you in here. And we will be back next week with another great episode. Three more great episodes, most likely. (laughs) Well, let's say definitely. Let's say definitely we're going to do that. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. If our history says anything, then yes. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Okay. Awesome.
0: Well, uh, enjoy the weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good, Jessica. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.